I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast around 10, 2023. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who has been fired as North Melbourne's interchange steward. It is Adam Rosenbachs. G'day, Michael. G'day, Junk Timers. Yet again, I have covered myself in disgrace. I've just, you know, and the good thing is in this AFL industry, like so many people have shown, is that they're willing to give you another go. They Everyone, are. no matter, with all of... All the discretions I've had in my past, every team just goes, you know what, Rosie, we love what you do. We mm-hmm. love what you bring to the club. Get on down here. You are slipping down the ladder, though, I must say. Like, True. I imagine internet uh, interchange should is an entry-level position <laughs> as opposed to some uh, the more high-profile uh, positions you've held in the past. Yeah, that's true. No one ever says we're going to have a review all the way down to the interchange <laughs> steward, do they? They stop at the boot stutter and there's the interchange steward going... I, I believe so. I believe I kept the rotations going here, guys. What's going on with me? Because I was going to say, and I can't imagine it's a particularly difficult job, but I think the events of the weekend showed it's actually a particularly difficult job that you can severely well, fuck up. Yeah, well, for the first time, I think, uh, as long as we can remember that these interchange rotations have been brought in, this was the first time. Now, I knew that North Melbourne were getting close. I, I saw them when they got to 70, and they were up. Like, no one had pre- predicted them to beat... Sydney down here. No. They just Clarko had just stepped away. Brett Ratton had just taken over. Yep. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a huge. Um, they they certainly weren't in anyone's favourite. And I, so I thought that they'd fight out the game. But I had in my junk bet multi, oh, I no. had the Swans by three points. Uh-huh. Now I could see the time left on the clock and the <laughs> rotations getting to that point. And I was like, how the fuck are the Swans going to manufacture a win out of this? I mean, they got. They've got a fucking 80-year-old in the goal square. He's kicked a couple of goals, but, fuck, he's no chance. It's deep in the, it's deep in the last quarter. The guy's cooked. He's just yep. standing there, just getting to his, you know, his fucking 400th game. Yep, yep, yep. He's, he's looking through. He's super. Yeah, so I started calling, and this is very rare for an interchange, Stuart. I started calling players off the ground. Uh-huh. So we got up to 72, 73, and then when we hit 74, I was like, I'm going to keep this really quiet. I'm not going to fucking tell anyone. Uh-huh. And then I was like, Shieldsy, get off. You're looking like you're hurt. And I think I called Will Phillips or one of those fucking new guys off the ground. I don't even know their names. They're just fucking numbers to me, mate. <laughs> and I called them off, and thankfully, and I told Dane Rampy, I was like, mate, I'll cut you in if you make a fucking big deal of this on the bench. <laughs> and he did. He went ballistic. And so we won a shit ton of money, and... Um, you know, the Swannies got up by three points in a fantastic victory for the Swans. Well earned. Now, I can't remember this limit being reached before. Can you? I reckon if a team has maxed it out, they've done it to 75 and they've never gone above it. I don't recall a free kick ever being paid for this. Because we have had free kicks in the past for, like, interchange uh, areas, I suppose, in terms of, like, you know, that thing where it was, like, 19 men on the ground for a moment. 
Yes. And then you got like... Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Like, uh, they haven't quite got it. Because wasn't it a few years ago? What was the big furor that they brought in re the interchange? Was that like... You had to alert the AFL official that someone was coming off before someone else could go oh, on. Remember I that? Think, oh, maybe. Maybe you might be right, yeah. But wasn't there a big kerfuffle just by the fact there was one player on the ground for like five seconds and then like they brought in like the, the line behind the boundary and yes, they got I think much so. more committed to it and brought in the free kick and all that kind of jazz. and Yeah, yeah. so yeah, okay. Um, but also, Adam, now we um, – like to say this a lot, but uh, oh, you don't want to see a grand final being decided like that. No, and I agree with that. But the fortunate thing there is North Melbourne will not be in a grand final yep. for quite some time. <laughs> so they have no reason to stress about it. But I reckon in a grand final... See, the thing that I found really surprising is that how did the North Melbourne bench not know? Like, yeah. does someone not come over to him and go, Oi, oi, 75, mate, you fucking reached your cap. Well, look, Stop there, get him off, don't let him come off. What What are you doing? Well, there was something I read in the paper the other day that um they have an app as such, like probably on an iPad or something. Yep. And the app will change colour when you reach to 75. So it goes from red to black or something when you get yep. to 75. So you have a visual warning. And then I imagine the interchange people weren't calling for players to come off, but they were just coming off and they eventually kind of triggered the the, the number. Then and also on top of that, yeah, yeah. If, if I do 76, right, and they, okay, mm. they give a free kick, and then do I... Just did I just give a free kick every time you do it again? So could I get more players on the ground? Like have, you know, get you, know, you have the best player on the bench, get them on yep. the ground. All I yep. do is give away a free kick, but I've got my best player on the ground. Okay, Qu- uh, great question without notice. I'm not sure as to whether or not say say you come off and that's number seventy six that we have to put you back on the field then to take it back down to technically what it would have been when it was 75 and you weren't actually allowed off the ground. Okay, we're getting into Yeah, anyway. Well, the point is what I'm trying to say was that if that happened in a grand final, okay, mm. now we don't know the identity of this interchange, Stuart, but I'm sure they feel pretty bad and people were probably they trying... Don't feel, people, I don't think they feel bad enough. Well, I think people were thinking probably, probably trying to get around them and kind of go, oh, mate, it wasn't your fault, you know, when they kind of deep down inside. I, th- I think in this situation, you can literally go, the loss is entirely your fault, mate. It's entirely yeah. your fault. At least if you're going to fuck up with the interchange, do it when it's in our back line. Yeah. Like, don't do it when it, oh, sorry, do it when it's in our forward line. Don't do it when it's in, you know, our back line that deep, right next to goal. And the 50-metre penalty, fuck, that hurt. So, also, on top of that, if it happened in a grand final and that's mm. decided, just like it was on the weekend, how quickly do you think that interchange should goes into witness protection? Very. Like, like before, the game, before the game is ended, basically. Immediately, like, before, like the AFP yeah. would... I've come in and just <laughs> usher you off the ground through a tunnel and yep. you would immediately get plastic surgery to change your identity and you'd be shipped off to Brazil immediately. Yeah, you? yeah. You, you would never even know who the Norm Smith was <laughs> in that game because they would block you from all access to AFL websites. You take on a new life. You're in Nicaragua. You know, they move you up from Brazil and they just go, mate, you're safer here. You know, this is a hostile country, but fuck, if people find out you're in it to change you, mate, you're a dead man. <laughs> you better hope there are no AFL fans in Nicaragua. They'd have a little league down here, you know, and they, they, they yeah. had a big uh, club function watching the match overnight, got up at three in the morning to watch it. Then they find out that you're the bloke living down the road from them. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you better not, you better hope that the, uh, the Juarez cartel uh-huh. has not bet heavily on this particular <laughs> grand final and we've accidentally moved you 
just next door to yep. them. You uh, you've got to uh, learn in the local language. Uh, a, the number one for the police, and then B, yep. uh, the phrase "I have a neck bomb currently around my neck." <laughs> <laughs> so I think North should be punished going forward. Like I know they lost the game, but say that happened in their forward line, yep. and they still got up and won. I think that for the next game, you get like 10 rotations for the game. So that is on you uh-huh. as to when you've got to use them. Yep. I'm trying to think, didn't they bring it down to 40 at one stage? Is that right or am I making that up? Or was it like You're maybe making that up, yeah. Okay. You've lost your mind. Okay. Or maybe it was, was it a limit for a quarter, maybe like a certain amount of quarter, 20 a quarter or something? Or am I making that yeah, up? Yeah, I, well? I reckon you might be right. I reckon you might, they might have been capped at a quarter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, uh, big news about Dimmer, man. No, I don't think anyone expected that one on the cards. So Richmond coach Damien Hardwick has stepped stepped away, uh, like, immediately too. Like, yeah. he hasn't even said, I'll coach out the season. He's just gone, you know what, I'm fucking cooked. They lost to Essendon in the Dreamtime game on Saturday night in a, in a really tight one. It was kind of one of those ones where it was sort of like make or break for their season. They were leading. They lost late. And he just went, you know what? I can't be fucked. Yeah, I think it's that. And who who amongst us, and how good, like for anyone listening, Junk Timers, and we've all been there, it, how nice would it be to be able to have the money behind you to be ju- just rock up to work one day and just go, you know what? Yeah. You walk into the boss's office, you go, you know what? I can't be fucked. <laughs> because also on top of that, I think he's giving away like a year and a half worth of money as well. Uh, yeah. Which is going to be, yep. would be a, li- a large amount. So yeah, Dimmer clearly is... um doing very well. Very well. But how nice would it have been, you know, when he rang uh, Brendan Gale on Sunday night and he's like, can you come over for a beer? And then they had a beer together. He goes, mate, I'm fucking not doing it anymore. Just (laughs) a fucking joy. Like, you know, Brendan Gale's having one can. Dimmer's on his ninth. He's got the medicinal marijuana (laughs) around. He's just like, I'm not fucking coming in tomorrow, Benny, mate. Three print puts puts a 2000 and you know, 20 COVID premiership on the tally to watch and Brendan's trying to talk to him. He's like, mate, look at this bit. We're fucking dusty. He goes ballistic. I told him to do that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the weight off your chest would be enormous. But I think that also the weight off your chest when you get sacked would be enormous as well. Just that build up of, because, you know, before they kind of get sacked, there's like, you know, a month worth of the press writing articles about, yeah, you got to get asked yep. all these questions. I mean, Terry Wallace talked about his kid at school. Like one of the teachers came up to him in a swim sports and said, when's your dad going to get sacked? Like, <laughs> like quite brutal shit. And so I think the relief and also knowing that you're most likely going to get a, a large payout as well. Uh, yep. To not have to work. But, yeah, I mean, Dimmer was, uh, apart from getting a bit emotional at some stages of the uh, press conference, it was a bit of a um, comedy routine in the end. Well, you know what he was doing there is he's just working out his sporties. He's just saying to people, I can be funny. If you need someone on a Saturday night at a local footy club oh, yep. for cash, a little bit of cash <laughs> on the side, I've coached three premierships. Yeah. You know, I've, I've played in two. Yeah. If you need, you know, from you got, you got 20, 25 years worth of uh, gear here. Well, if, I'm fucking ready to go. Well, it's dropped a little hint for if we need someone for a live show, maybe later in the year, Adam. Here we go. Hey, little guest. It's not bad. Have a, have some fucking corn chips on the stage for him <laughs> in case he gets a little fucking hungry up there. <laughs> Can we get him to bring the medicinal marijuana? Am I allowed to have Dimmer's medicinal marijuana or is it prescription kind of thing? You can't share it around. I mean, I would say technically no, yeah. but also... Uh, yes. What if we pay him in medicinal marijuana <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah, he can avoid the uh, the stress and strain of the tax man? That is that is a very good point, yes. But he, uh, no lap of honour, that's what he said. I don't need a lap of honour. I kind of like it when they go clean um, by the fact that, you know, 
you don't want to make it. Well, I imagine most coaches are like, I don't want to make it about me. I don't want to be chaired off. There's work to be done, all that kind of jazz. I kind of like it when they go, you know, bing, it's done. Well, also too, like are the players listening to you once you've fucking said, I can't be fucked yeah. anymore. Yeah. And then you go into the players, I want you to go out there like, Fuck off, mate. Well, was, You're not making the decisions for next year. Yeah. I don't want to be here. Well, that was like, again, with Terry Wallace. Again, another story about Plough. But um, back in the day when he left the Bulldogs and they were like, he hung around for a few weeks, then the players were like, nah, I reckon you can go, mate. Yeah. yeah. So and, Okay, so who do you reckon is potentially going to be the coach for Richmond? Well, they've all ran over to Nathan, Nathan Buckley yesterday and he said no. Yeah. Um, and of course, Buck said no. Yeah. He looks the happiest he's yeah. ever been since he's been in football. You know, he's getting paid really well. He does Fox Footy, he does SEN, he gets the kickback. He works, what, say, four days a week? Yep. Maybe Friday to Monday, yep. maybe a Tuesday in there? Yep. Yeah, cruise the hours, yeah. Fucking oath. Um, he's got a lovely uh, uh, beauty, what would you call it, cosmetic uh, uh, injectables girlfriend? <laughs> Injectables. Yeah, she's like in that Botoxy kind of world. Yes, yes. You make it sound like edibles, injectables, all the same things. Because <laughs> I didn't know this. I had a friend talking to me yesterday. She gets Botox to help with migraines. So she oh, okay. gets them done. Uh, gets a bit done kind of on the side of her uh, head and then a bit at the top of her head, like where your hairline kind of meets. Um, and it does kind of help out a little bit with kind of wrinkle on the forehead. But, um, yep. but yeah, it actually is mainly a migraine thing, which I found quite oh, fascinating. Maybe I, I, I get migraines. Maybe I'll, next time I'm at the live show, I'll look like I'm 27. Yeah, yeah. And get, yeah, get your lips done too. And maybe an eye lift as well. Can't hurt. It hasn't hurt Sam Newman. You can barely tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are the people of recent times who have, well, uh, well, the people are saying Stewie Jew might be under fire if Dimmer wants his job. Yep. But I can't imagine Dimmer going to a job next year. I feel like you need you need a, a bit of time to kind of, you know, just take take the time off, you know? Mate, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, the, the moment that I have time off, mm. the last thing I want to do yeah. is go back into work. Mm. So even like, you know, uh, you come back from holidays and you see that you've got to go back to work on the Monday. You're like, fuck that. I should have oh, I should have come back on the Tuesday. Yeah. You know when you come back from a holiday and then you've got to go back to work the next day? Ugh. That is a fucking living nightmare. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I remember even as a kid, like I, I hated Sundays just by the fact that it was like the day before you had to go back to school and you, just had, and you had like your homework and shit that you'd piled up because you were like, maybe I just yeah. want to live my life and have fun yeah. because I'm a fucking kid. <laughs> maybe I want to throw rocks at a train and not think about fucking Macbeth. Yeah, maybe I just want to, you know, um, mug people for their uh, Michael Jordan shoes. <laughs> exactly. Maybe I'm fucking a little bit high on nangs to be able to <laughs> work out trigonometry. Maybe I just want to do my tag on the last carriage of a train. Exactly. Maybe I want to set off the boom gates by putting a coin down <laughs> on the train tracks and stomping on that. Maybe I want to do that. Maybe I just want to go to McDonald's and just try and find get as many items as I can possibly get for $3. <laughs> Yes, I do want seven ice creams. Thank you. Yes, I'm allowed to. Uh, who are recent kind of people who have been ousted? I was about to say Clarko, but no, he's got a job. Um, uh, I'm looking through. Well, I suppose the most recent one who, who you know, you say that coaches could say, kind of see the writing on the wall was Brett Ratton. Yeah. I mean, you know, they they did the old switcheroo on him. They went, ah, oh, mate, sign this two-year contract. You're gone. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, well, actually, Adam Simpson's probably one under fire now at the minute, but at the same time, like, you know, it, it, half is probably his fault, half is the fact that, you know, 17 players are out with gout, you know? 
Like, yeah, no, they're, they're uh, doing it tough. Did you? So uh, I was watching the couch on Monday night. Sorry, on the couch. Yeah. And John Ralph was talking about if they wanted to get rid of Adam Simpson. I think he's on like I think it'd cost him like maybe one point six million dollars. Yeah, sure. Like that's to pay out his contract because he's contracted till the end of next year. Yeah. And he said that the soft cap tax is 200%. So if they sack him, they have to pay him that and then pay no a way. tax of three mil on top of that. Dude. And he said it's okay because West Coast can afford it. Not many other clubs can. Yep. But 200%? What the fuck is that tax? <laughs> Where did that come from? A fucking, a fucking evil genius thought that up as well. I know. That's quite remarkable. Um, anyway, he'll go. We're calling it now. Um, yep. Dimmer to the Eagles. How old are Dimmer's kids? Because it's the kind of thing when they talk about the Gold Coast, they talk about Perth. Um, you got to wonder about, you know, taking, well, other kids are going to go with him or like that situation yep. as well. So I feel like they're teenage I don't think they're adult yet. Well, I mean, he's, they, they said well, the he filmed TikTok with a, a daughter, I think. Okay, he's 50. So that'd have to be mid to late teens, you would have thought. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, then I'm just looking through the list of teams. Like, um, oh, actually, your mate. Your mate heard a whisper. Oh, yeah. Your mate the other day uh, goes by the name of Brendan Favola. Mm. And uh, he must have been on radio or something. But uh, Jungle drums? Sorry, man. Jungle drums? Yeah, the jungle drums are definitely beating for Fev. Fuck. Uh, he has said uh, uh, in this article here about... He's been hearing a few whispers. Mm. Uh, he said, I think that there is one spot that he may be coaching... And I don't want ne- this to necessarily happen. But the Carlton Football Club have been struggling. And he did say, I may have a little knowledge that maybe some high Carlton people have got wind and reached out to Hardwick to see where he's at. It's not just me thinking this. So you heard it first from Vent Brendan Favola, who is the best newsbreaker in the game, <laughs> as I've always thought. He's up there. You know what I love, though? The Dimmer finishes up and, and Jeff Kennett. Uh, the man who people always go to when you know the big news breaks, just to just to see what Jeff's got to say about stuff. And it's very strange that because even the other day, like he came out and said that uh, we spend too much on state funerals and say they should only be for public servants. So he was saying, you know, they they spend about a million on Shane Warnes, um, yep. and he was like, you know, that's not on. It should be for you know public servants. But also, like, like I couldn't work out the logic or the leap. I suppose the article came out in the age of like, okay. Uh, probably freedom of information, what do we spend on state funerals? Yeah. But then the logic leap of going like, okay, I'm a journalist. I've seen that article in The Age. I've got to do a oh. story for the 6 p.m. news. <laughs> Who do I call? Who do I call first? And it's like, oh, obviously, I call Jeff Kennett. Like, I, 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 well, I, I would have thought you'd call, like, call the owner of... Wouldn't you call, like, someone who works for, like, white lady funerals or something? <laughs> well, I guess maybe because he's an ex-premier that they go, I wonder how many he had on his watch. Yeah, sure. He had one for Ted Witten that he said he was kind of tricked into. Really? Um, so As he, in Teddy wasn't dead? Uh, no. <laughs> he, he said it was along the lines of, A, he said, I don't want one himself. Yep. And uh, it's like, come on, Jeff, you know, as they say, you know, uh, at a funeral, you know, a packed funeral, and you go, oh, gee, why are there so many people here? You, know, you go, well, you give the people what they want. Yep. Um, but the Ted Witten one, I think he said that uh, someone who pretended to be Jeff's staff called up either the radio or the family, the Witten family, and said they were going to get a state funeral. And so then they were put oh. in a position where Jeff was like, well, it sounds like now that we've offered a state funeral, and 
we can't really take back a state funeral. But initially his idea was to not have a state funeral for Ted Whitten. But yeah. then kind of had to kind of got forced into a corner and had to do it in the end. You know what? I, I mean, I've got a little bit of um, I've got a bit of a beef with the state funeral. Oh, I don't feel it's for the whole state. Like I, you know, if you're gonna fucking have a state funeral, like you fucking you take the body around the state, like Queen Elizabeth, for she sure. fucking did. She did a tour of the UK. Like she was the United Kingdom. They fucking drove her around. Like I don't feel like the people. Out in the Wimmera are getting their fucking sure their their, their eyes on this state funeral. You know sure, they got sure. to come to Melbourne rather than them bringing the funeral to them. So like a Ted Whitten kind of thing, like he should you know go drive around the streets and uh, and and if you kind of put in an order, yeah. they they stop the car at the front of the house. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, just so the people get a, you, you get know, a, a lot of little kids who can't get to Melbourne by themselves. They get yep. Teddy Whitten comes down their street. Were yep. you there the day that Ted Whitten's uh, hearse came down the yep. street? What an honour! Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Like kids love hearse. Like they love fire trucks, they love police trucks. You know, racing by, they love hearse. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, you might have to play some green sleeves as a uh-huh. hearse is driving past. But, but that's part of the experience. I'll come out and they'll check it out. You ever got an ice cream cone out of a hearse? It's it's a fun thing. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it messes with your head a little bit, but it's it's a fun thing. So Jeff you might, Kennett. You might have a few dreams about it when you're an adult. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> so Jeff Kennett uh, put out a tweet about Damien Hardwick, and in amongst the tweet he said, by calling time on himself when he felt necessary, with his reputation intact and saluted by all in the industry, his legacy only enhanced. Wow. Shot across the bow. Did you wow. see that, Clarko? Wow. That is awesome. They might as well just said, Dimmer's out. Fuck you, Clarko. <laughs> <laughs> and then Luke Hodges come out and gone, well, anyone with half a brain could realise he was having a dig at Clarko, which yeah. says, because mm-hmm. obviously Hodgie has about half a brain. It's a very and if he picked it up, it's like, oh, come on, mate. It's a very Trump kind of tweet, because Trump is you know famous for saying, you know, happy Mother's Day. Uh, except to all the losers, the haters, the lefties trying to destroy our country. And it's like, okay, yeah. that took a turn pretty quickly. Hey, yeah, uh, why don't we put that depressing uh, story behind us? You know, dimmer, farewell, we wish you well yeah. in the future. But why don't we, we turn do. into some good news, mate? Something to look forward mm. to, okay? Because the football world yep. is very negative. It's very it negative. Is. They're negative Nellies out there on on TV shows and radio. Uh, but something to look I forward to. I, I'd actually put this as the event of the year. Fuck your coronations. This is the event mm. of the year. Warwick Kappa's 60th birthday, okay? Now, we talked about well, it a few weeks ago. But there's yeah, been at the a Pier Hotel sometime, sometime in July. We haven't worked out the date as yet. But uh, as, I, as I, I read somewhere else, it was going to be a joint 60th birthday party. So... I think, because remember Wayne Carey was going to be there. Um, I Sam believe, Newman. Um, absolutely, of course. Uh, Brian Mannix, all the greats. You'd imagine Mick Gatto would show up at some stage, surely. Yeah, that is a very good point. Why wouldn't he? He just uh, he loves a birthday party. But what I didn't realise, that it was a joint uh, 60th birthday party with uh, the Wiz, Warwick Kappa, and Ricky the Chicken Nixon. Yeah. Now, I don't remember that in the initial article. I don't believe it was there. I, yeah, I think okay. he might have mentioned that, you know, because it was all, well, unbelievably it was all about Warwick and yep. he may have said that, you know, some of these people are coming. Now, we have gotten an update on that party. Now, I didn't realise this, but somehow on my Facebook, I am friends with the chicken. Really? Ricky the Toot Toot Nixon. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know when. Now, that would have to have been. we are buddies. 
That would have to. Would that have been you joking, kind of trying to be friends with him, or do you think that was him asking you to be friends? Yeah, mate, I, I genuinely can't remember it, but it would have been one of those things where it's like, do you know this person? And then you just click on yes, you know. Because I actually saw something uh, story this week that uh, Facebook had a glitch in recent times. Oh which fuck, that was horrible. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know the story, people, junk time is out there. Um. Facebook had a glitch. I don't know for how long or if it was for yeah. everyone or just like random few people. But if this you, is what nightmares are made of. Yeah, if you were face stalking someone's page, uh, it would automatic, automatically send them a friend request. Yeah. So Facebook said they fixed the glitch and they've deleted those requests. But uh, I reckon it's probably, even just saying it out loud, has sent a shudder through the hearts of many people <laughs> listening to the show right now. <laughs> Yeah, just that person in high school that you had a bit of a crush on. You're like, yeah. oh, I wonder what they're up to now. Yeah. Friend request. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I uh, have a friend who she said she literally uh, looked at her ex-partner's um, girlfriend's oh. page. And oh. and then a thing came through, kind of, friend request accepted. And she was like, I didn't. I didn't send one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. And also on top of that, she doesn't know the person at all. Like, does not know oh, that person. Oh, God. Yeah. So, she's not even horrific. sure if, like, that person knows the former, you know, relationship with the with the bloke. Yeah. But she's like, okay, I'm just I'm just going to... Yeah. I'm going to join the interta- Interchange Stewart in Nicaragua right yeah, now. Yeah, so I'm, I'm heading off. I'm heading off. <laughs> so, Ricky Nixon had this update on his page today. So... He said, uh, my 60th will now be my own party with my own friends and family after someone's idea of a joint party involved pics of him everywhere, plus red and white balloons, plus 80% of invites from him and all about him, him, him. Reckons Woman's Day is sponsoring to the tune of 10K. So obviously Woman's Day going to get their exclusive photos of the event. And Herald Sun have a VIP table. And Ricky Rick Nixon says, no, they don't. Uh, and then he goes on to say, um, you know, people are, are overworked. They think he's selfish and that he is just going to have his own party. So therefore, is it still, Michael, the party of the year if it's just... Okay. Or is it even better now that it's just solely whiz? Well, okay. I'll put it, I'll put it to you this way, okay? Mm. Do you want to go to a Warwick Kappa party or do you want to go to a Ricky Nixon party? Now, I'm picking the Wiz in a second. I'm picking the Wiz in a second. I reckon Ricky Nixon has shot himself in the foot by the fact you can at least kind of ride the coattails of the Wiz. Like, you know, just be yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's my birthday too. And just kind of let Woz, uh, you know, Warwick take the, the credit and all that kind of jazz. But I reckon a Ricky Nixon party with three people, probably in the bakery that he lives above, <laughs> like, to, and, you know, maybe a complimentary cupcake. Like, I think yeah. he actually, I, I picture it like being dark and dingy and sad and just this bloated man there kind of on an, on an electric scooter because he's got about 15 driving offences right now. <laughs> well, I would say that it's probably better to have it with the Wiz, to have a joint party with the Wiz, just because when the cops inevitably arrive, uh-huh. they're going to be drawn to the man in the leopard skin <laughs> yeah. suit with and his the shirt white off. shoes. Yeah, with his shirt off, you know. So I reckon that gives you enough time to make your escape. Get out the back. Yeah, before, you know, the whiz is like, eh, I love you like a brother. Hmm. I, um, I'm i actually looking forward to that party, though. I reckon we should try and crash it. 
we just need to find the date. That's the only thing. And and you know the good thing is because we've interviewed the Wiz and we can you just all you got to do, like we said last time, is just walk in with confidence. Yeah. White white suit, white shoes, alligator skin. We're well, fucking I, in. I do have his email and his phone number. So I could. Maybe so you hit, could just text him hit, and be I could like, hit hey, up. You could be like, hey, what time does the party start? And are there presents? Or I could, uh, yeah, okay, Wiz, sorry, lost the invite. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give me the details again? And Great. let me know what's the password and is, uh, is it Fidelio? I love it. We could be there. Hey, uh, you have a story about junior football. Yeah, so how's this? So a mate of mine, um, his nephew is like under, I think under 10s. And was playing in a recent game in the uh, leafy inner eastern suburbs of Melbourne. And so after a game, I didn't realise that they make the kids do this, but once a game has finished, they all walk in a line and high-five each other and all, uh, you yeah. know, shake yeah. hands and be like, great game, great game, great yeah. game. And this little fella has taken it upon himself uh, as he's gotten up uh, to each opponent, as he's high-fiving them, has just gone, you're a dog, you're a dog. <laughs> You're a dog. You're a dog. <laughs> and it kind of got to the end and the parents, like, they, they called him aside and like, you can't be calling everyone a dog. <laughs> and he's like, but we lost. I didn't think it was a great game. And they're oh. like, okay, mate. So <laughs> so it's good to know that the little junk timers are out there we're and out the, there. the future is strong. We're, uh, we're, helping, we're helping the children of Australia one at a time. That's exactly. awesome. Do they, I mean, I feel like they probably still do, do like the three cheers for the opposition and three cheers for the umpire. I don't remember doing the three cheers for the opposition, but I do remember having to cheer the op, uh, the umpires, and that yeah. was always devastating. I'm trying to think if we did three cheers for the. I feel like I don't remember if, like in senior games. I don't remember much handshaking going on. Pre-game, yeah, pre-game or post-game, but I don't. I f- I feel like we might have done three cheers for the opposition and three cheers for the umpire. Yeah, okay. I remember once after a really big loss in under 16s, our coach tried to get us just to, because we got absolutely pumped. Yep. And our coach was trying to keep our morale morale up, and he was like, let's sing the theme song. Oh, <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, mate. for sure, for sure. Yeah. And definitely like the three cheers for the umpire, or whatever, and the opposition. Like, it's very dependent upon if you won or lost. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like three cheers for the umpire. Hip, uh, hip, yeah. uh, hip, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I know where he works. <laughs> hey, um, more good news actually. After the Wiz and uh, adventures, uh, we got an email from uh, Riley. Uh, this is amazing. It's fucking okay. The backstory. So you and I were obviously obsessed with many of the great. We're we're not only tremendous raconteurs, but we're mm. we're men who like the finer things in life. I think it's we fair do. to say. Since we uh, had have a long term. Um, admiration of the footbridge at Adelaide Oval and last year we yep. were very lucky enough to actually see that LBW that little bloody wonder in the flesh and we actually yep. recorded a podcast on the on the footbridge uh, which was a mighty um, probably one of the highlights of my life yeah no I put it right up there I put it up there but you're right about the fine like the finer things in life like mm. we us two you can sit for hours talking about what is the best cut of curly whirly fry yeah yeah I mean you know we 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 can blind taste test hundreds of mm. versions of chicken salt and we can tell you which one's which. Absolutely. Like, we know if we're in a cinema, we can tell you how many dimensions there are. Uh-huh. And if it's not four, we know we're not on the Gold Coast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like, we uh, to put it this way, like, we've read the book or the short story 
that the Shawshank Redemption is based on. So we are yes. men of finer things. Yeah. Now right. we we got obsessed with uh, King Tut's putt putt at the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and actually, during the football, uh, so if you don't know, it was a um, Egyptian themed uh, slash with um, some dinosaurs as well. Uh, Egyptian themed uh, mini mini golf course at the Gold Coast, and even though tragically neither of us got to play it because it shut down, mm. I think last year it closed down. Um, there was one, one stage where we were offering double passes from King Tut's putt-putt if there were any people on the Goldie when the players were in the bubble in 2020. Um, yeah. If they spotted any players out and about, um, you know, at the front of a kebab shop, getting in a, a fight near the Hollywood <laughs> Showgirls, you know. Yeah, all the fun things. <laughs> I mean, you had to be up at three in the morning to find them, but, you know, you could yep. find them. They now, we got this thing from Riley the other day. He said, I work, uh, had a work event at Le Mans Go-Karts in Dandenong. And I walked in there, and to a huge surprise, once I got there, King Tut's putt-putt was purchased by Le Mans and was there in all its glory. I couldn't believe it. Full on, they bought it when King Tut's went bankrupt and drove it down in trucks and set the whole thing up. King Tut's lives on. That is fucking amazing news. Fucking hell. And that is someone, you know what, they're just sitting there at Le Mans. It's just, they got their eye on it. They go, should we make another offer? They go, mate, just sit back, mate. Eventually, a dinosaur slash pharaoh-themed golf course is going to go bankrupt because they don't understand it up <laughs> in the Gold Coast. But bring it down to Dandenong and we'll fucking make this thing work. I wonder what it would cost in that negotiation. You kind of go, look, mate, I'm giving you a good deal. Throw in the mm. T-Rex for free and I'll <laughs> shake hands on it. Um, but, yeah, so I looked up the website and it's genuinely there. So, um Maybe they had like a bit of an extra spa storage in um in the yep. go kart, but you can go go karting and you can go and play putt putt, and you got the got fucking replica pharaoh memorabilia. Man, it's like being right. in ancient Egypt, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it has all the hallmarks of either a junk time Mad Monday or a junk yep. time golf day, really. Oh uh, yeah, but okay. Let's just put it out there, junk times. Let's see if there's any people. And we would, what would you do? We'd have a Saturday afternoon out there. Yeah. We'd, uh, you know, put some beers on for you, and you'd yeah. come out. We'd play a little bit of golf. Michael and I would tell some of our great footy footy night stories. <laughs> and if there's any interest, let us know on our socials, which are uh, junk time, AFL pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the gram. And you know, if we get enough interest, then we could uh, hit up King Tut's. King Tut's putt-putt and see, you know, because we've got a long association with him back in the old days. So let's yeah. see if we can bring it into the modern times. Well, that's the thing. We can get the owners of King Tut's to give us, you know, a reference. You know, these guys are cool. Um, yeah, that's yeah they, they hit us out of the blue about three years ago. Yep. And for some reason, we gave them fucking a bunch of double passes that was money out of our pocket and yeah, yeah we're going and bankrupt we and it was middle of a pandemic <laughs> and that was really from reflection it was a really bad business decision and i've lost my house and my, my wife broke up with me and i don't see my kids anymore but yeah <laughs> yeah no they're good guys they're good guys <laughs> oh adam we actually don't have any footballers in real life Mm. King Tut's putt-putt is enough good news for me, mate. Yeah, sure, sure. Hey, we're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time Alpha Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Big hooks. And go Blues.
scratch. We fight real hard to win every match. We're the high flying bombers from Windy Hill. We're the toughest, we're the team we're gonna kill. Listen up, guys, cause Richmond's here, and we're the only team that you should fear. The black and gold ain't where it's at. The blues are the team that'll knock them all flat. Stop your bossing, the Saints have arrived. You'll all be sorry when we make the five. Y'all may be tough, but have no fear. It's Collingwood's turn for the flag this year. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.